Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. We drink tequila. We talk. Welcome to Team Tequila Talks. Talk, talk. <laughs> um. Okay, let's get going. Uh, are we going to start with the grapefruit or the ginger lime? Let's yeah. just a little Paloma esque action. It's yeah. kind of Paloma y. Yeah. It is Paloma y. Okay. Well, if you're just joining us, which of course you are, because this is the beginning of the podcast, we are deciding what to drink over here. It's Cassandra Gina Mel and Sherryon Gonzalez, and we are really getting into some nice and simple cocktails today. We talk a lot here on Team Tequila Talks about tequila, nice tequila really high-end tequila, really cool and interesting, healthy, beneficial cocktails, and we can get a little crazy. I don't want to say complicated. Mm, I wouldn't say complicated, interesting. How about complex? Ooh, complex as opposed to complicated. Yeah, because complicated has a negative connotation to it, I feel like. Yep, and these are not, but sometimes life gets in the way, you get to the end of your day or your week or whatever, and you just want something simple. Don't go towards the junk cocktails when you want something simple. No, that is the last thing you want to do. And I know with fast food and fast fashion and everything so quick, download in two seconds, but sometimes you can make a cocktail as fast as your Facebook can load. That's correct. In this instance, we are working with Poppy, which is a really fun and cool soda. And the really cool thing about this is it's not loaded with sugar. They use stevia, and stevia in small portions is just fine for you and has its own benefits. You know, you don't ever want to overdo any type of additive, but stevia is plant-based, and it comes from earth. It's not as chemically processed as aspartame or anything that you're going to find in a traditional diet beverage. And on top of that, the real interesting thing about this soda is it is loaded with prebiotics. Yes, and tequila has the probiotic. So we have both. We have tequila, which is the probiotic, and the poppy is the prebiotic, which is basically like a gut marriage made in heaven. Is that a thing? Gut marriage? I think so. Because I feel like they would the fertilizer. Which one's the fertilizer? Prebiotics are like a fertilizer, and probiotics are good bacteria. So let's cheers to that. Let's cheers yes. to the gut health. Welcome to Team Tequila Talks. We're starting off with a grapefruit concoction here. Mm. It's tasty. It's actually very it's really tasty <laughs> and refreshing, and it feels like you just got off of work. So the only ingredients in this cocktail, do we count ice? I think ice is not an ingredient. You I say it's serve it, over ice. It's H2O, <laughs> which is an ingredient. So this is just tequila, silver tequila, solid high-end, 100% blue agave, which is all we drink here in this room, over ice with some poppy. Yes. And the poppy provides all the sweetness with the stevia, and it's got really nice natural fruits in it, and I think that it gives you the desired margarita taste. It really satiates that itch, but it is so simple in that you are just pouring tequila in the glass and then pouring ostensibly a healthy soda over it. I mean, you're doing so much heavy lifting for your body right now when you're drinking this drink because of the poppy is a prebiotic now the prebiotic helps the probiotic right they, you know it's kind of confusing one letter difference 
they sound very similar and I could understand how people would get really confused. So let's, let's talk about the difference between probiotics and prebiotics here. Yes. So the prebiotic is food for the probiotic. So it helps the probiotics flourish. So then what's a probiotic? What are we feeding here? So a probiotic is live bacteria found in certain foods or supplements. They can provide numerous health benefits. We'll talk about a few. It's confusing. It's so confusing. It's all good for the gut. I guess the bottom line here is that we want pro and pre. So if you see probiotic and prebiotic on any of your products, give it a thumbs up and And get it in you. Yes. Basically, both pro and pre can help ensure that you have the right balance of gut bacteria, which is this, which, which is on team tequila. We care very much so about. Well, that is how many of you have ever woken up the next day after a, an, an adult evening, <laughs> well, some maybe heavier with the drinks and your stomach does not feel good. And it can be acid reflux. It can be an upset stomach, it can be bloating, it can be gurgling, it could be anywhere in your GI tract, which is basically from your esophagus to your colon. And that is over 35 feet of problems, room for problems to grow if you don't take care of it. I mean, the gurgling, so let's talk about how a probiotic can treat diarrhea. Diarrhea, da-na-na. Yes, like diarrhea can be induced sometimes by antibiotics. But it also can be induced because of poor gut health. You're not getting enough pre and probiotics. So basically in like 10,000 studies I just read that they've done where they have sh- where it, ha- it has shown that probiotic is like heaven sent. So if you're drinking a tequila, right, and you come home, which your stomach will never really gurgle on tequila. No. No. Stomach Unless you mix it with something really funky. Which is a, if you have a lot of simple syrup and blue drinks and nothing green. Nothing with dyes. Nothing. Basically, you're going to gurgle if your body can't digest something natural. So when you're looking at things like artificial colors and flavors and preservatives, sometimes your body is going to go, I don't know what to do with this. The yeah. second that you put it into your digestive tract. Yes. Which is why, I mean, who wants to have, I mean, you can get diarrhea after a lot of wine. Too much wine can sometimes trigger. I have friends who they're like, oh my God, I had massive diarrhea this morning. And you I'm get like, the wine poos? It's the wine poo. And so basically, when you drink tequila, you are avoiding the wine poos. <laughs> Taking a real classy turn on Team Tequila Talks today. <laughs> and another really good point about tequila, the probiotic, is it lowers the bad cholesterol LDLs. Now, I have to say, I had elevated LDL levels at one point, like a, a couple years ago. And it was so shocking because I'm fairly, I'm pretty healthy. You're I eat incredibly healthy. healthy. I work out like five days a week. And my doctor just looked at me and she was just like, what's going on here? Like you, none of my markers, no, no, none of my sugars, nothing. And I was like, well, I'm drinking a lot, right? We were all at home doing our thing. And I was like, I'm drinking a lot. And she's like, mm, what type are you? And I was like, wine. At that time, I was like really into the wines. It was like cold. It was like wintry. And she was like, you might want to switch to clear. So when I read this right now and it said lower LDLs, and I thought, oh, that was what my doctor told me. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody, I think, not, well, maybe not everybody, but a lot of people can relate to those lockdown periods over the last couple of years where 
happy hour just kind of crept up earlier and earlier. And the earlier you start, the earlier you're drinking. And it, it was... It, it was tough not to because nobody had to be anywhere the next day. No, so you didn't feel like, oh, I need to be focused in the morning. I mean, well, we had I had Zoom school with my daughter, so there was a level of focused, getting her focused. But you can wake up kind of, you know, tired and just be like, go in your room, get on Zoom. I'm going to lay down and watch, like, Sports Center. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, those are the benefits for probiotic. And now we're mixing it with some prebiotics, which is this poppy soda. I'm a huge fan of it. I mean, obviously, the best thing that you can drink is going to be anything cold-pressed in terms of, you know, green juices or even fresh-pressed juices, which we do a lot of here on Team Tequila Talks for mixers. You want to have something refreshing, but water is going to be the best thing for hydration. You always want to mix with things that are going to give you electrolytes and help you balance out your hydration. However, Team Tequila Talks is also all about balance. And if you're going to have a soda or you're going to have a cocktail, a tequila choice as well as something like a poppy that is low in sugar that's not going to cause a crash later and that's not going to inflame your system is going to be the choice right and i want to reiterate we've said this before but i want to say it again because we're talking about pre and probiotics sugar is pretty much the reason why your gut bacteria and and white starchy carbs can get just thrown out of whack which is why we always preach, you know, my, my sister's always like, why do you always say no sugar? I like the taste of sugar. And I'm like, there's other ways to get sugar. If you want, you can put some strawberries, put some fresh, we always say use fresh things because all those things do not add to the problem. Well, of- and on top of that, berries are always really good for because they do have a low GI index. So they're not going to make your blood sugar spike in the same way that a cane sugar in a, sh- in a soda would. So yes. that's, I mean... The other thing is, is when you're talking about these probiotics, most prebiotics that are in this soda or just in general are from plants. They're plant derived and they come from specifically a fiber Uh, and a fiber is a type of carbohydrate, but it is a, when you're talking about fiber, your body is expending more energy, breaking it down. So it is not making your blood sugar spike in the same way that regular sugar would either. One thousand percent, which is why, you know, we here at Team Tequila Talks keep it healthy and light. We try. (laughs) We try. (laughs) At least in this room. In In the real world, life gets in the way. But if if you start somewhere solid, that's, um, you know, life is all about making those little improvements. Balance. Balance. I mean, the ever, every evading balance thing. Yeah. Well, we are very lucky to, um, we're going to be welcoming back our favorite radar online associate, Whitney Vasquez. We are drinking some grapefruit tequila, prebiotic cocktail concoctions. You can learn more about Poppy um, on their social media. Also, always helpful to look into your prebiotic and probiotic education and help balance out your gut on the regular. You don't have to mix it with tequila. Just get it in your system and it'll help out overall. Um, Building up that gut biome over time is really going to help you in the long run so that you don't get diarrhea after eating something bad or traveler's diarrhea, which is not fun for anybody. (laughs) Traveler's diarrhea. Oh my gosh, my best friend. We were on a flight back from New York City. I have to tell the story. And we were heavy drinking, and we get into um, our seats, and I never really eat the snack packs. They give you, like, you know, the... the like pretzels, right? Well, no, they have the sandwiches wrapped sometimes. Oh, the, like the meal kits. It's a meal kit. And I, I will take, like, a granola bar out of there if it's, like, low in sugar, like, a, like a, a kind bar they sometimes have in there. And she went for this sandwich, and she was already, like, massively hungover. And I want to say she drinks vodka. She, her 
drink Oof. of choice is vodka. It's like a bomb to your gut. Yes. And she had the poos, the vodka poos. On the plane? From New York Ooh. to Los Angeles. And that is a five and a half hour flight and people. And people. turbulence. I hope I hope minimal turbulence. I was like, did you bring wipes? Like I was just so concerned because I was like, girl, you just and the lady and it's so she was so sweet, the flight attendant. She was just like, uh, she was like, first she asked her, Are you pregnant? Which is a very valid she probably should have said, I'm pregnant. But she was drinking vodka on the plane. Yes. Wouldn't the flight attendant go, ma'am, you should not be pregnant and drinking vodka on a plane? <clears throat> I mean, well, not that, no, no, no. listen, I don't believe in judging other people's decisions. Yes. You don't know what people's issues are. But at the same time, that I, I feel like would have at least earned her some really funky looks from a flight attendant for five hours. Well, she wasn't drinking all day because she, she was hungover from the night before. Ah. So when we, got, when we sat down, she just needs, she's like, I need some food. And she was, she slept in. I woke up fresh, like a little tail feather. Cause I drank tequila all night and plus I hydrated and I had a coconut water. I got back to my hotel room all the, and she was just so she was wasted. So she just needed food in her body. And I was like, here, eat this. And I went downstairs and I was like a little cafe, like, you know, like in New York, they have like the bodegas and I got her an egg, ham and cheese, but I just opened it and said, just eat the protein, just eat the protein and the, and the cheese and the meat. The last thing I feel like I would want if my stomach were, was upset was is eggs. Oh, I, eggs soak things up. Oh. oh, if I come home sometimes, egg. I don't want eggs oh, when I'm. Oh, people, here's a hack. Not good. And I, maybe I'm gonna do some research on this because I promise you it works. If you come from a night brunch specifically, heavy drinking, if you go home and make yourself scrambled eggs or hard boiled, I know it sounds like it sounds counterproductive a little bit. It sounds awful, it, Sherry. It soaks up. <laughs> eggs have something in it that soaks it up. And I'm going to prove this on the next episode. I'm going to do some little research. Okay. Well, maybe we'll do that with some breakfast marks. Tequila sunrise. Ooh, mm. you, can, you, we can, you can bring some eggs. We'll have some eggs. We'll see how it does with the breakfast tequila. Tell you, it's a vibe. You know, we, we actually don't do that often. It probably sounds like it, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the breakfast tequila, I feel like is a lot, even for us. Uh, that's a lot. It's aggressive. Bottom line, easy cocktail. Find yourself a nice, clean soda. Something with probiotics is obviously a plus, but we are also big fans of Zevia because that is not loaded up in sugar either, and they don't have any artificial dyes. So the cool thing is, is that their sodas are usually clear mm -hmm. because they don't put any caramel coloring or anything like that. So um, it looks really pretty. It's a super simple thing to add a piece of fruit, and um, even the poppies have a little bit of color from the fruit in it, and. It, if you have people over, people come over last minute, keep some of these in your fridge. All you do, tequila over ice, add the healthy soda, and boom, boom, you have poop. I don't know what happened there. We're not even that far into the cocktail. Jeez no excuses. Louise. We have our friend Whitney Vasquez from Radar Online coming on. She is super in touch and dialed into everything that is happening in the world. Hi, Whitney. Hi, guys. So Whitney is going to, you know, keep us old ladies with kids up to date with what is going on in the world. You know, kids take it out of you. It certainly looks like they did for Madonna. A little bit. Oh. oh, my God. Great segue, girl. <laughs> Yeah, so let's talk about Madonna here. So we all know Madonna's an icon regardless, but she is 63 years old. Like everyone, all of us, she is aging. There's nothing wrong with that. But here is where the problem lies with good old Mar Madge, okay? 
So she's always critiqued for her social media posts because she looks youthful. And when I say youthful, I mean, she looks decades younger. She does some sort of like major editing. And that was exposed this weekend when she stepped out in London with her son. No filters. The real Madonna was seen photographed by paparazzi and she looks nothing like her Instagram posts. Nothing. I'm telling you, she, her face looks very different. I'm not going to like pick apart everything, obviously, because like, that's not what we're about, but there is a dramatic difference. And I think that is a huge topic that we as women should talk about, especially us who live in LA. There's a big stigma in Hollywood around aging. And these people with big platforms, they are not helping the cause when they do things like this. Right. I mean, I think even the Kardashians have come over under fire again and again, all of them for Photoshopping their pictures and I think that this is just a really, really touchy subject because, you know, you, you want to look your best in a photo and also your page is your content and you can do what you want with it. And if you decide to put, you know, a cartoon crown and, you know, kitten eyes or whatever filter you want to just have fun with your page, you have to respect that. But at the same time, are we encouraging people to not be authentic? Well, it's like, for me, it's always like where the social responsibility, but then also your brand. And I know a lot of I have friends who are branding managers. And my girlfriend told me this. She said, 99.9% of people will never get to see Madonna. And they bank on that. And so their image goes out to however many countries. And they are literally using it. They're like a magazine. She's like her brand, like a Chloe or a Kim or a Kylie they know most people will never lay eyes on them. That's why when you do, a lot of people are like, wow, what a difference. But I think, I believe in freedom. I do not judge people who want to do the body work or whatever, but I do draw a line at don't lie about it. If someone says, wow, those, those boobs look great. Who is your doctor? Just say your doctor then I think it becomes a little bit of female terrorism a little bit when it's like, these are natural. And she's had like four kids. It's like, you know what? <laughs> Stop. Yeah. I mean, like we, I don't know why people hide behind it. Like just be, my whole thing is I'm just like you. I don't care what people do to them. And I am not, I'm not against it. And I'm never saying I will never do anything to my body because realistically I probably will eventually. And I have no shame in saying that. But when I do, I'm not going to gatekeep. I think that that just like does not help us as a sex. I think that when you do gatekeep and you hide what you've done to your body, your face, anything like we are so judged on what we look like and people can say, no, that's not true. And men can say whatever they want, but we all know that, that there is a truth to that. And it's a sad truth, but it's reality. And so for me, it's like, where is the line? Like I'm, you know, like I edit some of my shots, like, and I'll say that, like, I know what app I have, everything, but I'm not going to go as far as to manipulate my body or my face to where I look like a completely different person. I think that comes back to the motivation 
as in, are you editing your photos because you want to present a certain image or are you editing, editing your photos because you want to have a little fun with your page and your image? Because there's a big difference in why you are Photoshopping, why you are editing or what you're doing to it. You know, there's nothing wrong with pulling up the light a little bit. Cause when you look at something, you're like, oh man, that's a great photo, but it looks better in person. If only we could add a bit more light. That's a hundred percent, I think acceptable. That's what Instagram is for. There's a reason that there are, I think it's really funny when people go, oh, that photo has a filter on it. Well, yeah, it's Instagram. It's built in with, with filters. It's kind of the point is that everybody can play with their photos and create like create a vibe for their page. Yeah. I, I, I do think that. I think Instagram is now more, I think more people are starting to realize this is just a billboard gram where everyone's showing kind of like their highlight reels. And yeah, maybe you can shrink your arms to two inches smaller. And I think if you educate people, like I tell my younger nieces, a lot of my younger cousins, none of this is real. None of this is real. And if you keep saying that, then as a woman and as a young girl, like in her, you know, 13, 14, like my niece, then she's like, oh, wait, that does look too smooth. I'm like, show me a leg walking down the street that's that smooth. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, too, like this whole thing with Madonna, it's like it's not just one photo here and there or like a little like trimming of the chin or whatever. Like there was a photo where they of this weekend where they did a close up of her holding her handbag and her hand looks like a normal 63 year old's hand. There are veins, there are wrinkles, there are aging spots. And you don't see that on Instagram because when her hands are in her photo, everything from her, um, from her hair to her toes has been touched. And there is a dangerous line. And I mean, I don't have the answers. I don't think any of us have the answers. Um, but you know, it's between you feeling good at what you're projecting versus telling a lie, like a flat out lie. The other thing too is that is another Kardashian comparison there, right? Like because Courtney Kardashian, no, not Courtney, Chloe Kardashian had the same thing a little while ago where she had this ultra photoshopped photo of her, you know, her face and her body and she's in this car, but she just totally forgot to do her hand and she's got this this vampire looking hand in the photo and that is I man I guess are they buds do they have the same photo editor I don't I don't know I have something to say about that because those those vampire hands that was my favorite comment they also call her feet chicken feet because sometimes she forgets to edit her feet as well and like I don't really understand the whole chicken feet thing because like I guess she has like wide toe like big wide toes and stuff I don't know it's bizarre but I will say um, Chloe Kardashian photoshopped is like one of our number one search things that people, our users look for on our website. It's wild. Well, I think it actually makes people look, I mean, feel good that they're normal people. So my friend who's a photographer, he's a, he's not a paparazzi. He gets paid to be on the red carpet by the Academy. So like very clear, he says, um, that a lot of times how you can compare to their Instagram is you just look at the, at the paparazzi or the photographer shots. And usually those are unfiltered. They just have the high and you can just compare it. So I tell my niece, Google her name and Google the date that that was taken on her Instagram. And literally you can Google it and you see, and she's like, Oh my gosh, she, her waist is so much smaller, but as they're, as they're walking to the event. And I think, in an age where you can Google and get the right image, especially when you have like young kids and, bo and young boys who are thinking 
every woman's going to have a 12 inch waist and double Z boobs and 48 inch butts. And like, it's so interesting though, because just like fashion, women's body type trends change. I remember when I was in high school, it was all about the Kate Moss look, right? It was all about being stick skinny. And that was just sort of what people strived for. And then JLo came on the scene and it was like, whoa, but now there's this woman with a butt. And it's interesting to see, you know, how the popular women's body type evolves. And I think, I, like, I think the only thing that you can really do is sort of, you're always welcome to strive to want to feel your best, but just really feeling as comfortable as you can in your own skin in the meantime and really just trying to love yourself in the process and no matter what you want yourself to look like. Yeah, and I think as women and men, I mean, men too, everyone has body image issues. We're, women just aren't the only one, okay? Men are like, my calves, my this, my that. Men are self-conscious too, but I think keeping it real can never go wrong, and I always say that. Like, I'm always like, if you, I don't think there should be this, like, don't ask, don't tell policy when it comes to having great work. Cause I feel like maybe someone who just, you know, a breast cancer survivor or mm -hmm. someone who's had different things happen to them. Maybe they want to use your surgeon. I don't think there's should, the stigma should be removed by now. Cause I feel like you can walk down the streets in LA and see all types of surgeries, but then it just gets me when someone's like, mm, nothing. Oof. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I think that authenticity and owning it is really important. Nicki Minaj seems to think that too. <gasps> Girl, Nicki Minaj is all about spilling the tea and not holding anything inside, okay? And she got real personal this weekend when she decided to tweet about women who fake orgasms. And I believe this topic is so, like, not, like we don't talk about it enough, and it just fascinates me. But um, over the weekend, she retweeted just somebody random who was like, you won't believe like how many times like I faked an orgasm. Like basically like I'd be rich if you paid me money how many times I faked it, right? Hold on, and Nikki, so Nikki said this or someone else said this? Someone else said this and she retweeted it, but she retweeted it with her own special message basically saying she has never and will never understand why women do this because if you do not speak up and tell your partner what you want, what turns you on, how do you expect them to make you feel good? And so I think that this is a fascinating topic because kind of like what we were just talking about, I think with age comes confidence. And I mean, I've always been pretty vocal, but what I wanted at 20 isn't what I want now, you know, you change. And I think that it's a just really interesting. The older I get, the more, and maybe it's because I've been with the same partner for so long now, maybe I just feel more comfortable to just kind of speak up and say my mind, but I know that's not the case for everyone. Well, I do think, you know, I like to tell, you know, broadly, I mean, I am married, so but I'm speaking broadly here, but it's like, if you're doing a good job, I'm going to let you know if I'm feeling the feels like I have no problem. And if I'm not feeling the feels, I'm not the type of person though, to make you think I'm feeling the feels like, it's like, try harder, get in there, do the things that need to happen for this to happen. So I don't think I do understand why some women do it. Like, you know, they want more money from their husband or they're trying to manipulate sometimes through the orgasm to get something Ooh. else. Okay, so I'm gonna jump in here because 
I think that it's a completely different story if you were talking about, as you're saying, a husband or a long-term partner versus a one-night stand. Because I think that there oh, are yeah. probably instances where, you know, it's where there are people that go home at the end of the night with somebody or even just someone that they met online and just kind of feeling things out, realizing, you know, this isn't really working and they're just into it. And they realize that there's no chemistry as it's happening. And you, while you could just get up and be like, never mind, this isn't working. That's gonna, that's most of the time gonna make it so much worse than just being like, okay, I'm done. It was so nice to meet you. <laughs> Whereas if it is your husband, you need to have that dial. I, I wouldn't even just say husband, I would say long-term partner. You need to have that dialogue. Cause if you're gonna have longevity in a relationship, you have to be able to have you'd be able to communicate openly and honestly. So I do think as a whole, Nikki is correct here. And I feel very strongly that if it is a long-term partner, you have to have the dialogue, but I can kind of see not having, I haven't been single in a long time, but I could see how as a single person, if you're all of a sudden not feeling it, it might just be like, a, an easy out, or B, maybe like, maybe you don't want to offend this person that you just, maybe you just don't want to hurt somebody. Is it, is it manners? Well, I think sex is so intimate that I think to not tell someone is disrespectful. Like, you know, I don't want to get too into it, but you know, if you're a woman and I feel like, you know, you're, you're going to have that intimate relationship with someone, I feel like everyone should be pleased at the end of the day. I, I'm I strongly think everyone should have what they need. <laughs> and I like that. He, I think that, that, yes, I do think that it's interesting though. If I think back to like my younger days when I was single and stuff, like going back to the chemistry thing, like I think, you know, right away, whether you have chemistry in bed or not. And I think that that's when you need to decide here and there, are we, is this just like going to be over? Like, is the chemistry, is it not worth working on? I guess if you like have really good chemistry outside of the bedroom and you kind of like are digging this guy, but once you get inside, you're like, uh, uh, this is not working. Like we are not compatible. Are you going to work on it? And if you want to work on it, then I say be vocal. Or is it just easier to kind of like finish, be done and be like, peace out, never again. Right. And there's also, I, I feel like there are instances where people learn certain habits and tricks from their ex. And maybe that's not your speed, right? Maybe you, you know, you go home with a guy, you start hooking up with him and then you go, oh, wait a minute, he's doing something kind of funky, but maybe his ex-girlfriend loved that and he thinks he's got it figured out. Sometimes it's just take speaking up a little bit and saying, maybe no teeth on this one or <laughs> yeah, whatever. Maybe no anal, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> My mind immediately went there. At least more tequila before that. Anyway. I mean, hello, hello. Gut health, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe there's a benefit there. Yeah. Well, maybe the probiotics help with that, help with the preparation, you know, really, really like- There you go. Runway. Instead of prep H, it's prep tequila. Well, I think too, like if you think about the sex, like do men ever have this issue? Like, I don't feel like I've ever, you know what I mean? Like I've always been with somebody who does speak their mind, not this way, do it like this or, you know, like they don't, they don't think about these things they are in the moment. Well, I feel like men direct in sex. Like there's, you can be very, I feel like a man, if you're not in the position he needs you to be, he can pick you up and 
well, you know, move you around and get to it. They may not say it, they just do it. So it's different for Love us that. because, yeah, it's different for us because we can't pick up a man and like. Well, I mean, depends throw him across the room. <laughs> I don't know, Cheryl. I've seen you at the gym. You go hard at the gym. I think, see, I, see, I have two thoughts on that. You know, I, I think that one is that, first of all, it is much more difficult for a man to fake an orgasm. Not that it can't happen, but it is harder. Second of all, I feel like men know what they like from the age of like 13. Or at least even if they haven't been with women, they at least know what gets them from point A to point B. Whereas women, you know, sometimes it just takes a lot longer and it's not till you've really gotten a good stretch into your adult life that you know what you like and what does it for you. It's just women are more complicated. They really are well, when it comes to this. Yes. And where our G spot is, is different in every woman's body, you know, and that's a thing. So it's like some girls can never climax with just regular sex. I have friends who have never, they can only do have it orally, do it orally. Mm -hmm. So these things, but they, I mean, we're all older and we've all figured these things out. And so they have figured out how they like to, you know, have an orgasm and they are very vocal, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess the bottom line lesson here is, Speak up, motherfuckers. I mean, why keep your mouth closed if you're opening it anyway? <laughs> well, you're opening yeah. something. <laughs> I mean, we're only on this earth for how long, you know? You might as well speak your mind, say what you got to say. I mean, a life of no orgasms, just not life I want to live. No. No. Amen. No. What a sad, boring life. What a sad, boring life. Well, Whitney Vasquez, Raider Online, thank you so much for joining us again. And guys, head on over to Raider Online to check out all the things that are happening in the world. They certainly keep us up to date. Thank you, Whitney. Thank you. Have a good day, guys. Yeah. And everybody, head on over and you can take a look at our very basic recipe to check out Team Tequila Talks on Instagram. And we will be posting all of our recipes, especially this very simple part tequila, part soda concoction that I think you'll be pretty happy with. Yes. And also, don't forget to look up some pre and pro and see which ones you need. And also, don't forget to tell your partner how you like your orgasms. <laughs> we'll leave you on that note. Cheers to that. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube